the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Dishonest. Ringing liberty and truth. This is Freedom 1570, KDIZ, Golden Valley, Minneapolis, St. Paul. Powered by JTR Roofing. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. The first major snowstorm of the season has left the Northeast blanketed in snow, setting records in some areas. Nearly 40 inches of snow dumped in Binghamton, New York, as of this morning with widespread reports of snowfall of over three feet in Broome County. The snow causing poor road conditions in many states, prompting at least 50 crashes and disabled vehicles in New Hampshire. The storm came at a critical time of the coronavirus pandemic, though officials say that they do not expect the winter blast to disrupt vaccine distribution. Negotiations over a $900 billion coronavirus relief bill running into 11th-hour snags. Threatening to push Congress into a rare weekend session. Bernie Bennett explains. Lawmakers had hoped to clinch a sweeping deal, which would also fund the government through October 1st, after the top four congressional leaders signaled that they were closing in on an agreement after months of stalemate. The package being negotiated by leaders includes two separate parts, a roughly $900 billion deal on long-stalled coronavirus relief and a separate $1.4 trillion deal to fund the government. Leadership is unlikely to announce a deal on one part without also simultaneously announcing an agreement on the other. It also means Congress has to pass sweeping legislation by the end of Friday in order to prevent a government shutdown. Bernie Bennett in Washington. Still both sides say they are confident that a deal will be worked out. Also at townhall.com, the number of newly issued permits to build new housing rose 6.2% in November. The Commerce Department reports housing starts increased 1.2% and are 12.8% higher than a year ago. Building permits totaled 1.64 million annualized units. The housing market remains one of the strongest parts of the U.S. economy, despite the widespread pandemic and increased lockdowns. Correspondent Jeremy House. On Wall Street... The Dow is ahead 116 points. The Nasdaq up 60. More on these stories at townhall.com. Let's say you've decided to build a bicycle from scratch. Sounds like an impossible project for my skills. But let's say you've got the skills and I offer you an advantage, a special tool that would help you build the bike faster while saving you legitimate money. My guess is you'd say, bring it on. If you wouldn't, well, then this commercial isn't going to make much sense. My name is Ryan. I'm from United Faith Mortgage, and we believe we have an advantageous tool for you. Our mortgage team is lucky to have a direct lender advantage. Our company is set up to use its own money and make its own lending decisions within its own walls. And often, this advantage allows us to get your refinance or new home loan done faster and get you a better rate, which saves you monthly and lifelong money. Rates are historically low. Now is the time to see how our special tool might work for you. We are United Faith Mortgage. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Melville Park, Road, Melville, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to animalistconsumeraccess.org. Corporate animalist number 1335. Rack animalist number 65233. Equal housing lender. Not licensed in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, North Dakota, South Dakota, or Utah. Freedom 1570, ringing liberty and truth. I'm Lee Michaels here in the KingdomBuilders.com studios. Looking at partly cloudy skies, low 30s for today. And our daily Pledge of Allegiance happens every weekday morning at 7.30. And if you are a veteran or first responder, we'd love to have you be a part of it and recite the pledge. Give us a call for info, 651-289-4418. Our daily pledge is made possible with support from the White Bear Lake Superstore Buick GMC. Dana Lash. So you can't open your business in L.A., but you can trespass. You can't run your business and pay your bills, but you can drive without a license. That's going to be okay now. Criminals everywhere rejoicing. You can't also resist arrest, but you can't open your business. It's a hell of a lot easier to be a criminal in L.A. than it is to be a law-abiding citizen. The Dana Show, weeknights from 8 to 11 on Freedom 1570. Hi, this is Lee with the Kingdom Builders. Luke 211 tells us, For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. This is only good news if you need a Savior. I often wonder about something. 
Why would people who rely on their own works or don't even believe that the wages of their sin is death be so eager to celebrate a holiday without much regard that it is about the birth of a Savior? I pray that in this season we would remember that, yes, Jesus is the reason for the season, but there is a real need for Jesus, the Savior, in the first place. When I was 32 years old, I became aware of my need of a Savior. Jesus completely met that need. May the whole world see and experience the true blessing of knowing the Savior. If you have any comments about this or other scripture, feel free to contact me at lee at thekingdombuilders.com. That's lee at thekingdombuilders.com. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Your life changes for the better when you live each day like it matters. Positive focus, healthier relationships, and breaking free from trauma that's held you back. The time is now for Like It Matters Radio with your host, Mr. Scott V. Black. It's a great day to be alive. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. Uh, and today on Like It Matters Radio, you know, we're going to talk about uh, what time we're in. You know, we are, uh, we are living in some extraordinary time. You know, and anybody that's listened to my show, anybody that knows me, knows that I love words, right? I mean, words are the foundation of all communication. And yet people throw around words all the time without knowing what they mean. It's just stunning, stunning to me. You know, I do actually, I'm part of a book project called, Wow, the Word of the Week, where we basically have 52 thought leaders, and they come up with a uh, word, and we write about that word. And we did our first uh, edition last year, and uh, next year will be our next edition. They're creating a whole uh, podcast. It's just a great little program. It's kind of like the new version of the Chicken Soup for the Soul. And uh, it's all about words. Words uh, are the foundation for all communication, and communication is the foundation for all relationships, uh, both business and personal. Uh, And yet people throw around words all the time uh, without really understanding what they're saying. Uh, They do it all the time. Uh, John and I reference a lot of times, uh, uh, you know, homie don't play that, you know, (laughs) because in living color. Uh, But uh, there's a guy who's in prison, and he used all these big old words, you know, he's just throwing around these words, and he sounds like he knows what he's talking about. But he has absolutely no clue at all uh, to what he's saying. If you actually listen to the words, it sounds nice, but in your head, it's just a bunch of mumbo-jumbo. And that was done for humor. But let's be honest, a lot of people do it, and it's ordinary. It's normal. So we, I think we can all agree and admit that we are in extraordinary times, you know, and uh, Success, to me, is about two key words, focus and commitment. You know, we're called to focus on what we are doing, where we're at, what is our outcome or desire, and we are to be committed to all things that we do at all times. And so today, you know, we're going to talk about that. And actually, uh, after the break, we're going to be joined by a good friend of mine, a graduate, a guy who's been on the radio before, a friend of Like It Matters and Like It Matters Radio, uh, Mr. Abe McMahon. He's a great leader. Uh, a friend of mine, uh, we've been through a lot together over the last uh, 15, 20 years. I met him in a leadership class that I do, uh, and we uh, walk together in so many other areas. But, you know, in my training, I talk about the key, six key words uh, for a leader. The six foundational principles for success. Uh, they are purpose, passion, vision, team, focus, commitment, and you know, you got to have purpose. Why do you do what you do? Why do you get up each day, do what you do, go home at night, and get up the next day and do it again and again and again? You know, without that purpose, it's like Alice in Wonderland when she went in the looking glass. And she's walking along the looking glass, doesn't know where she's at, you know, doesn't know anything. And she's just, there's a single path in front of her. So it's pretty easy when there's a single path which way you're supposed to walk, right? But she comes to a fork in the road. And she stops. And out of nowhere, you see this, this smile appear, you know, El Gato, the Cheshire cat. And Alice asked that cat a simple question. Where are you going? I mean, I'm sorry, which one of these roads do I take? And then the cat responded Socratically with that question I just said, where are you going? 
And she said, I don't know. And then these great words for a talking cat. Then any road will take you there. See, when you don't know where you're going, then any road will take you there. And might I suggest that when you do know where you're going, sometimes the road narrows. And I love to give the picture of a person who's sight challenged, a person who cannot see. If you've ever seen them with a walking stick and they've been blind all their life or a long time, so they're comfortable in their blindness. And I've noticed before, I'm a people watcher. When they're on a big swath, a big, uh, big solid piece of ground, they walk a lot slower, a lot more timid. But if you put them on a very narrow walkway, uh, it's stunning. Because they can walk at a normal pace and swing in that stick from, from the end of the sidewalk to the other end to, to basically measure out their 18 inches, their two feet. Boy, they can walk at a full pace. And to me, that means sometimes uh, that when you do know where you're going, the road is more narrow. There's less options because you know who you are. You know why you're here. And that's what purpose is. Then we need passion. Passion is fuel. You know, this morning, uh, yesterday, I, I had to get out of here early. I had to go pick up my, uh, my son from school. My wife's not feeling well. Keep my wife, Val, in your prayers. And so uh, I was sitting there in the line to pick up my son and, uh, you know, running out of gas, getting really low. And it, Benaya got in my car. And it was uh, probably five seconds after in the car, the little ding goes on, the little thing that says, you know, your gas is low. You're on one gallon left. And, oh, my gosh, Benaya freaked out. Oh my God, Dad! We're running out of gas. We're running out of gas. We're running out of gas. <laughs> you know, yeah. That's what he, he pulled the Sam Kinison on me. I had to tell my little five-year-old, "It's okay. Dad's been here before. I got it handled. I know how far I can go, even if that light comes on." Matter of fact, I can be honestly here to tell you that I've driven for when the light went off after it went on. Meaning it's out of gas, meaning there's no reading at all of any gas in there at all. And I've actually went 20 miles before in the middle of nowhere driving, you know, 2,000 miles. So I've been there before. But, you know, that's what passion is. Passion is fuel that keeps you going even when people tell you stop, that that keeps you moving uh, when other people uh, might not do the same thing. That's the key. And that's what life is. And that's what we need. We need that passion. Then we have vision. Visions about a picture. Visions about a direction. Visions about you know, connecting dots in the future uh, when other people can't see them. And then, of course, team. We need team. Because no man is an island or rocking to himself. We're all part of the larger continent. There's very few things that we can do by ourselves. And so those are the four of the first six words I say are the foundation. But the other two are called focus and commitment. And I believe that in these extraordinary times, that's what we need. Focus uh, is like uh, Dr. Tiller at Stanford University took a 40-watt bulb and focused that bulb, uh, that energy, and created the laser beam, 10 times more powerful than the sun. And as leaders, especially in this extraordinary time, we got to have that focus. And then commitment is about whatever we do, do it with all we got. You know, I define 100% as heart, body, and soul. Because if I take away your heart, I take away your body, I take away your soul, what's left? Nothing, honey. So quote by Robertson Davies says, extraordinary, extraordinary people survive under the most terrible circumstances and they become more extraordinary because of it. Extraordinary means very unusual or remarkable. It means going beyond what is usual, regular, or customary, beyond what is usual, ordinary, normal, established, not according to the usual custom or regular plan, going far beyond the ordinary degree, measure, limit. And we're in those type of times. It doesn't make sense. We've never been here before. We've never been forced to lock down. We've never isolated healthy people. We've only isolated sick people. I mean, just since this pandemic happened this year, I heard the owner of Zoom has become a billionaire. Uh, basically, nobody. And then all of a sudden... People needed, instead of being there in person, needed to be there in video format. And now this guy, who was in the right place at the right time in these extraordinary times, became an extraordinary success. And so ordinary, we know that word, right? Because extraordinary, I keep saying it, is a compound word, right? It's two words put together. It's extra and it's ordinary. We know what ordinary is. We know what normal is, right? It's the same thing. Right? There's the historically linked, right? But extra means beyond 
or more than what is usual, expected, or necessary. It means additional. And today on Like It Matters Radio, I'm going to have Abe join me. We're going to talk about the extraordinary times we live in and how it takes an extraordinary mindset as leaders to understand, to seek, to know, uh, and to still be driven with a purpose, passion, vision, and team, but now in an extraordinary way. So I am Black. We'll be back in three minutes. We're not ordinary people. (laughs) We're morons. Speak for yourself. stimulus and the response there is a space and in that space is your power your freedom dr victor frankel in this unprecedented time of pandemics and confusion our daily choices matter more and they are more consequential times of challenge and opportunities require another set of eyes a deeper understanding a bigger picture so we can live a life of purpose and passion like it matters Mr. Black is excited to announce the release of his newest book, Way of the Warrior, a daily devotional, bringing hope and encouragement to be all that you were created to be. Each day, Mr. Black shares with you guidance from above that is educational, inspirational, and applicational. Access Mr. Black each day as he continues to help you raise your bar and become all you were created to be. Way of the Warrior Daily Devotional is now available in ebook and hardcover at likeitmatters.net. Regain and retain your power and your freedom. Order Way of the Warrior Daily Devotional and let God be your guide and Mr. Black your life caddy. Order today at likeitmatters.net. Cool voiceover. Zany sound effect. Okay, we were going to write a flashy promo about streaming us on Radio.com. But considering how easy it is to do, we'll just keep it simple, too. Listen to Freedom 1570 on the Radio.com app. The Freedom 1570 Fan Club and New American Funding want to pay your mortgage next year. Hi, this is Tom Matiney from New American Funding, and I'm excited to be the sponsor of the Christmas Mortgage Miracle Contest. If you win, we'll pay your mortgage or rent all of next year. That's extra money to take a family vacation, put in a pool, or help a friend in need. Enter once a day now through December 20th at Freedom1570.com. The Christmas Mortgage Miracle from the Freedom 1570 Fan Club and New American Funding. Frustrated with your child's school progress? Then you need a half-off learning voucher from Sylvan. Get a $2,500 Sylvan learning voucher for just $1,250. Only two available. Go to this station's website, click on the More tab and Half Price Offers, or call the station now. At Like It Matters, we're about feeding people, but not in the traditional sense. For it is written that man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. As conduits, we want to feed people with hope, belief, and an understanding that they have the power and the freedom to control how they feel and the way they think. Our daily buffet of encouragement and assistance is served through our trainings, our radio show, one-on-one counseling, and sharing the word through wayofwarrior.blog. As this year comes to a close, please consider Like It Matters for your year-end tax-deductible donations. We will use the gift of your donation to bring inspiration, education, and application to those suffering from trauma tied to abuse, molestation, PTSD, drug addiction, and more. Thank you for considering Like It Matters as one of your donation destinations. To help us help others, please donate today at likeitmatters.net slash nonprofit. That's likeitmatters.net slash nonprofit. First of all, we must internalize the flatulation of the matter by transmitting the effervescence of the Indonesian proximity in order to further segregate the crux of my venereal infection. I may retain my liquids here for one moment. Duly noted. Mama said there'll be days like this. There'll be days like this. Mama said. Mama said. Yeah, Mama did say there'd be days like this, but Mama never said there'd be weeks and months and years like this. I am Mr. Black, and you are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. And today, we're talking about extraordinary. You know, extraordinary, it's a compound word. Extra means a little more uh, out of the norm, above, beyond, whatever you want to call it. Uh, We all know what ordinary is. 
And boy, I don't know about you, but I bet you a lot of you are wanting some ordinary right about now, right? Wanting to go to a gym, wanting to go sit in a restaurant, wanting to walk around without a mask on, wanting to hold hands, wanting to snuggle up and maybe a little smoochy smooch, right? All that stuff. But these are extraordinary times, and in extraordinary times, it requires extraordinary people, extraordinary leadership. And that's why we are blessed uh, to have joined us. A friend of mine uh, met him in Leadership Awakening, uh, a class. Uh, he used to work with uh, Kraft Foods, and he uh, was referred to me by one of his uh, friends. I think it was a boss of his. And uh, since then, we've uh, become friends. He's a great leader. He's, a, um, he's actually on my board of directors as well. Uh, he's a man of God. He's a powerful man, a good man. Uh, let's welcome to Like It Matters Radio, Abe. Hey, Abe. How you doing, brother? Hey, what's going on? What's going on? Craziness, Abe. Crazy. <laughs> Have you looked outside lately? <laughs> no, I, I, I live under a rock. That way I don't have to worry about anything. No, I'm kidding. You know, but to your point yeah, earlier, gosh. Scott, to your point earlier, do we want ordinary? Because I remember in the Leadership Awakening, yeah. I should always be pushing yep. discomfort in my life, right? Because otherwise I don't grow. Amen. So, Amen. You know, maybe maybe these are times that are really causing us to grow where we get to that extraordinary yeah. like you're talking about. Yeah, and I think, you know, we're forced to do that. I mean, let's be honest. In my class, we force people out of their comfort zone, right? We, we, we talk about the three zones. There's a comfort zone. Beyond that, the zone called fear. And beyond that is the zone called panic. And you, you've staffed with me, what, I don't know, a, a whole bunch of times. You've been through class. You've sent hundreds of people through. You've been through many of the classes. Uh, and, man, it, it takes a while to get people out of the ordinary. You know that. Uh, right. Get them extraordinary. And, but after they function out there for a little while, about a day into our training, by, by the time we start class Friday night, just the fourth module, they now are embracing what just 24 hours earlier mm-hmm. they thought was freaky, was weird. Uh, and 100%. yeah, you're right. And, and let's be honest, you, you and I follow God. And we know mm-hmm. that, you know, Mother Teresa said this, you know, that uh, God would never give us more than we could handle. I just wish he didn't trust me so much. People people actually think that's in Scripture. That's not in Scripture. That's uh, Mother Teresa who said that. But I don't know about mm-hmm. you, uh, uh, Abe, but God gives me stuff all the time that I can't mm-hmm. handle. How about you? Right. All the time. All the time. And the more I grow in my faith, you know, the more... God allows me to handle that stuff. And so let me give an example of that. So the more I love God, the more I'm able to stand for what's right, the more I'm able to boldly proclaim my faith or, you know, just be able to serve him in whatever capacity. That's why my prayer life changed drastically years ago. You know, and like it matters was a part of that. I don't pray for safety anymore. I pray that God would Mm -hmm. do whatever it takes to break me of my unrighteousness and draw me closer to you, him, you know? So that's my prayer. And, you know, let me give you an example of that, of how a practical application. So the more I love God, the more I'm able to walk into a, maybe an unchurched situation. And I feel some oppression that I can just stand for my faith and be a light in a potential area of darkness. So, Another practical application that would be like, for instance, I'm in Disneyland with my kids, and I love my kids dearly. We're traveling along, you know, back in the day when there used to be a lot of people at Disneyland. We'd be walking around, and, um, you know, I lose my kid. Normally, I wouldn't stand up on a bench and start shouting in a, a crowd of a 1,000 people, hey, has anybody seen my child? I wouldn't normally do that, but because I love my child so much, I'm willing to yep. do what may seem uncomfortable because I love my child so much. I'm willing to risk whatever it takes to get my child back to me. So if I love God that much, I'm willing to stand boldly in faith and do whatever it takes to, you know, proclaim the name of Jesus Christ or, you know, and you could, you could apply that to, even if it's non-spiritual, you could apply that to anything in your life. If you love something so much, you're willing to do X. 
Yeah. And I think that's where we're at in life. I, I think that's where we're at in life because, you know, let's be honest, we, we got comfortable. I really believe that in 2008 uh, that uh, that financial collapse was because I think America and a lot of Americans were be some were so comfortable that we were we, yeah. we, we had no needs. We had our nice four hundred one Ks, we had our retirement mm-hmm. plans, the stock market was going through the roof and, and we were comfortable and, and it, as you and I know as believers in God, there's a lot of people comfortably going to hell. Uh, you know, there's a lot right. of relationships that are comfortably dying because no one wants to have critical conversations, crucial conversations. Let me ask you, I mean, you lead people. You're there at a, a place where you lead, you're, you're, you're a plant manager. Is that what you'd call yourself right now where you're at? What would you call yourself? Branch manager, yeah. Okay. And so how many people do you lead right now where you're at? About 40. Okay. So everything's changed. I mean, how you started 2020 and where you're at now, is that fair to say it's different? Uh, the way I lead people, uh, the circumstances for sure, but the way I lead them, yeah. no different. Still, still the same foundational, still the same boundaries. You know, have we added a few more policies in place because of the mm-hmm. COVID protocol? Absolutely. Yeah. But it hasn't changed the way I lead. Um, you know, we want because people to principle. feel safe. Right. Yep. Right. So, because, yeah. yeah, nothing's right. changed from a leadership perspective. Uh, we still... We, there may be a few more boundaries, you know, and boundaries are important to have. And right now in our culture, it feels like we want to eliminate all the boundaries in society and yep. get further and further away from our biblical, biblically founded country. Yep. You know, I mean, for instance, I mean, what happens? What, what do you think would happen if we, if 5% of the people in Minneapolis just decided not to abide by stoplights and they just said, you yeah. know what? I don't believe in stoplights. They don't make any sense. I'm going to do my own thing and get away from this boundary that exists in my life. What do you think would happen? Boom. Kabam. Uh, the insurance companies would start going out of business. That's what would happen. And <laughs> because, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? What is different, though, because your principle is like I am. I believe in servant leadership just like you do. Matter of fact, I believe that your type of leadership or my type of leadership is actually more needed today, more relevant today than maybe it was at the beginning of the year when everything's so comfortable, everything's normal. But let me ask you, what have you noticed different about people? Because I have noticed people are different. The way they're responding, the way, you know, I deal with people's deep psychology and the fear base, Mm -hmm. uh, how they're driven. What have you noticed different about uh, the people that you lead or the people you manage? Have you different fears, different desires, different ways they show up? What, What have you noticed different about them? Well, I'll tell you, crisis reveals character. So when we, you know, when this first crisis hit, you know, obviously there was a lot of unknowns. We were all taking a lot of serious precautions. I was implementing policies to make sure everybody felt safe. But it really, and and we've got branches across our network, and what what happened was that this exposed our leaders and our branches. So you had Mm -hmm. some responding in fear. And some responding with, you know, thank God for your training has equipped me with the ability to lead properly. So I responded appropriately and calmed, created a sense of peace and said, you know what? And I give a lot of credit to God for my faith in that. But just saying, you know what? God is still on the throne. We're going to react appropriately. But everybody just needs to remain calm. And so I've just had the ability through some of that psychological training that you've given me to calm people down, say, Hey, we're going to take this one day at a time and, and just be peaceful about the whole situation and not overreact. I can't say that has been the case for other, my other peers in the organization, but just not creating a sense of fear and not, not feeding that fear has been the real focus for me. But again, what I noticed about you is because you have a logistics background through, uh, right. you know, the free, you, I think I met you actually at Frito-Lay or maybe it was uh, Kraft Foods. Uh, no, it was Kraft. But you had yeah, had Kraft. a background in Frito-Lay, correct? Yes, too? Correct. 
Yeah. Yeah. And so you have a management. I think you would learn good management there. But what you're naturally as a leadership, I think you got your leadership from the military. Uh, you got your leadership. I mean, I think we were a part of that. But also as a as a warrior of God, I think you're, you, God leads you. And so one thing I've always loved about you, Abe, is your leadership ability. And, and that's really after the break. I really want to talk about that because there are two pieces here of, of all of us that we wear this hat called manager and we wear, mm-hmm. we, we wear this hat called leader. Uh, they have different mm-hmm. roles. To, to me, they're different sides of the brain. One's a left brain process and one's a right, right brain process. But I think what's different today is, is that leadership and that management. Both, I think, are, are very critical. And I really believe that what you're talking about is, is leadership, but you're also delving into the management side. Uh, the the day to day, the details, the left brain, the steps, uh, and I think that's what's happening right now. That we're really getting leaders that have to merge those two better than ever before, knowing who you are and why you do what you do, but also making sure that people have all the tools, resources, and processes in place uh, to be all they can be. So we're getting ready to go to hard break. Abe, please stay on the line with me. Uh, I am Mr. Black. We're talking with Abe. And we're talking about the extraordinary times that we're living in and how it takes an extraordinary mindset to be the best of the best. We'll be back in three minutes. Oh, you left out a bunch of stuff. What can you do in 48 hours that changes your life? Like It Matters Leadership Awakening. Listen to this 22-year law enforcement veteran with PTSD compare Leadership Awakening to other training he's received. You focus on the individual. I think you kind of answered the why question, whereas a lot of the other programs that are out there, I don't want to say they put a Band-Aid on it, but they don't do a very good job of going into the why. And, you know, why am I doing this? Why is my brain uh, revert back to the images? You know, why do I get depressed? And like you said, right, it's a choice. 48 hours. Give Mr. Black and Leadership Awakening just 48 hours and it will change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. That's likeitmatters.net. Just click on Schedule. Leadership Awakening, where 48 hours will change your life. Tom Matiney here from New American Funding. You've heard me talk about historic low interest rates, and you may be thinking to yourself, that's great, Tom, but how does that help me? Well, with a simple complimentary review of your mortgage statement, I can run numbers to see if a refinance makes sense for you, too. We could potentially lower your interest rate and lower your monthly payment, lower your 30-year term to a 15-year with a similar payment, or even lower your rate and access the cash equity you've built up with a cash-out refinance. You could use the cash-out for whatever you'd like, paying off high-interest rate credit cards, making home improvements, college tuition for the kids or grandkids, or a family vacation. Every client is unique, and I help find the program that fits your unique needs. So for your free mortgage evaluation, call me, Tom Matiney, at 651-255-6506 or visit getalonewithtom.com. Tom Matiney, NMLS number 283258, subject to borrower and property qualifications. Not all applicants will qualify. Program and property exclusions apply. Other restrictions may apply. Broker Solutions, Inc., DBA, New American Funding, NMLS number 6606, equal opportunity lender. At Like It Matters, we're about feeding people, but not in the traditional sense. For it is written that man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. As conduits, we want to feed people with hope, belief, and an understanding that they have the power and the freedom to control how they feel and the way they think. Our daily buffet of encouragement and assistance is served through our trainings, our radio show, one-on-one counseling, and sharing the word through wayofwarrior.blog. As this year comes to a close, please consider Like It Matters for your year-end tax-deductible donations. We will use the gift of your donation to bring inspiration, education, and application to those suffering from trauma tied to abuse, molestation, PTSD, drug addiction, and more. Thank you for considering Like It Matters as one of your donation destinations. To help us help others, please donate today at likeitmatters.net slash nonprofit. That's likeitmatters.net slash nonprofit. Paper, Frank? Oh, who's that? She's pretty. She's <laughs> dead, Frank. Apparently this 80-year-old grandmother was watching your Scrooge promo last night, and she just, she just keeled over. It scared her to death. This is terrific! I knew that had worked! You can't buy publicity like this! Ah! (laughs) Oh, yeah! 
reality and the humor. I am black, and you are back at Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. Today, taking and slowing it down a little bit and just having a conversation with my good friend Abe. He's a leader. He's a friend. He's a brother in Christ. Uh, he's a warrior. And so I thought I would have Abe join us. He uh, leads a team of 40 people currently where he's at. Uh, so, again, Abel, uh, welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Appreciate you being with us. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Now, you know, one thing I want, I, I noticed is that, uh, like you said, you could, uh, the way I put it is you can tell a man's religion in time of despair. You know, when, mm. you, when you squeeze somebody, you know what you're made of. And I, I do this all the time in my class. You know, I use the example of Christ on the cross. You know, when Christ was on the cross, he said seven things. And I always tell people, if you're a believer in Christ, you, you should know what those seven things are because they're really, really important. The first one was, forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. And so here is Christ when he was squeezed by life. You know, when we get squeezed by life, it's death, it's disease, it's losing a job, it's losing a kid. Uh, whatever it is, we get squeezed. Normally the baseness comes out of us. That's what's in there. And so in my class, when I, I put a lot of pressure on people. You know that. And then I, you know, mm-hmm. they're angry or I want to fight you. I want to walk out. Mm-hmm. I want to yell at you. And I always say, you know, that bitterness, that anger, that's not my fault. Uh, you brought it in with you. I'm just squeezing you a little bit. If it wasn't in you, it wouldn't be coming out of you right now. And one thing I've noticed is this this pandemic has really kind of squeezed people. Why do you think marriage rate, I mean, the divorce rate's going through the roof? Why are mental health diseases going through the roof? Why? Because those things have ever always been there. They've always been there. You, you know, in a marriage, when things are early on and they're young and they're passionate and they're excited, everything, the little cracks don't matter. But put financial mm-hmm. pressure, put a disease or a sickness of a child, and a lot of times it'll break up a family, it'll break up a marriage, because what happens, those cracks that were always there were exposed because you put pressure on them. And so right. one thing I've noticed is the people I coach on that, there's been a lot of people that with a separation, they can't connect with people, uh, with they're doing more meetings on Zoom versus in because some people need to feed off other people. And second, thirdly, mm-hmm. a lot of people are poor time managers. A lot of people yeah. can't work well from home, but yet now some people are required. So that's what I mean by I've noticed certain things coming out in people. I, I, that's what I was kind of wondering. Have you noticed anything? And again, you don't need to be specific on people, but mm-hmm. over the last eight months in this pandemic, have you seen different things or seen where some people have risen up and some people have fallen down? Have, have you noticed any patterns? A hundred percent. What I've noticed too in our environment here within the branch, because we were a, uh, uh, we weren't shut down because we were considered uh, essential, and so we've been maintaining uh, our work focus and getting stuff out the door. And so I haven't really noticed a whole change other than the fact that we've got to work around each other with masks on. But the team's still engaged, still doing great. But I'll tell you, we do have a facet of our business. Uh, a function of our business that people were sent home. Uh, these are people that I indirectly work with. And I've noticed that it's been less, uh, it's been more transactional, less emotional mm-hmm. connection. So they've been a little bit more short, more demanding, um, because we haven't had that personal interaction. Because I used to have an office. I've got an empty office here now. And I've used to have an <laughs> office full of people. And so we would interact. Conversations would happen nice nicely organically and you know customer issues whatever the case is we would address each other but i've noticed to your point you know now it's it's purely transactional and i can't shed it's difficult for me to shed light i mean a lot of times i just have to pick up the phone and say listen i got to talk to you i can't email you you know a million times Mm -hmm. about this particular issue so yeah there has been some distance that's been uh, very frustrating to work with well, and I think it was already starting. You know, we've we've been yeah. separating. You know, I, I always say this this terminology that the CDC and everybody's using is social distancing. Well, let's be honest; it's not social distancing. Again, I want to get to specific words. It's physical distancing. They actually give you a foot six feet, but yet we're calling it social distancing. It's really physical distancing. But here's the bad part: it's actually true. Because it has just exacerbated what's been going on already for a long time with the internet, with our iPhones, mm-hmm. with all that, is we become socially distanced. 
Uh, I, mm. I don't know about you, but I'm a people watcher. And so we go out to dinner, and I see people at the table, and they're not even communicating. They're both on their tablets, they're yeah. on their phones, and, and they're texting. So that's one thing I've really noticed is that people are getting more and more. They're getting meaner. Um, they're getting more short-tempered. Uh, they're getting uh, less emotionally connected to each other. That's some of the things I've noticed. And that's why I was wondering if you were picking up on that. You kind of alluded to yeah. a little bit of that as well. Yeah. Yeah. When's well, the last time you went to a the restaurant, key is those, by the way? Anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very – and when you do go in there, there's very few people. And one of my good yeah. friends here in uh, in Fort Worth, Benalla Braza, the uh, Brazilian steakhouse, Julio, I mean, you know, they, they, they have this huge place. Uh, and now yeah. they're getting, you know, 8 to 12 reservations a, a night when they, they would get that in an hour. You know, maybe over mm-hmm. a whole Friday night when they would have hundreds of reservations, they might now have 30 or 40, which you can't live that way. Uh, right. And, man, I know a lot of small business owners like me that are struggling right now, struggling to connect yeah. with people, struggling to get people to do training and all that. And that's why I kind of want to end our, our last little bit talking about those two words, leadership and management. You know, leadership and mm. management because you're good at both. You're a good manager. To me, management is left brain. Um it's making sure people are where they're supposed to be, make sure mm. people know processes, make sure people know the safety requirements, all that stuff. Where leadership is more of the the vision, the values, the reason why, the emotional connection. And that's what I'm wondering because I don't work in a team environment. You know, I, I work for myself except when I lead people. And by mm. the way, in our classes, we've done them no different. No differently, uh, just no aim. No different at all. Mm-hmm. We don't have the six foot. Uh, we, you know, we get in people's face. Uh, we look six inches away from nose to nose. We we're, uh, we hug. We're in closing circles intimately. I've done six classes uh, during this pandemic uh, and uh, done them all the same and gave people the option to wear a mask, gave people the option of stuff, and uh, mm-hmm. it very seldom do. And by the end of the class, anyways, it's all they're all the same way. And not a single person's been sick. Uh, and I went to Sturgis. I was in Sturgis for a week with uh, 350, 400,000 non-mask wearing people. And by the grace of God, mm-hmm. I haven't known anybody. Nobody I've known has been sick. But I- I'm just kind of curious uh, uh, on that, uh, on the, the leadership versus management. Have you changed anything at all on, on how you're managing people or leading? I'm not saying it's wrong or right. I'm just wondering, has there mm-hmm. been any consideration of those things? Uh Actually, the only thing that's really changed has just been a little bit more understanding or uh, sensitive to this pandemic and the disease and just saying, hey, how are you feeling? You know, and some of my I still have my one on ones with people uh, haven't stopped Mm -hmm. and just, you know, addressing them. How are you feeling? You know, and that's, you know, praise God, you know, a good leader will ask how his people are feeling, not only inside of work, Mm -hmm. but outside of work, but just getting a temperature gauge probably a little bit more than usual. Um, yeah, because of the the fear and the anxiety that people are experiencing. Um, so Have people opened up about, more to you? Yeah. Uh, well, I think naturally because you know I've just I press into people. I've you know based on yeah. some of the questions that you've trained me on asking, I've just been able to mm-hmm. kind of crack that nut on people a little bit more than maybe the other per- an average person would be able to. Mm-hmm. So that hasn't really changed. But people have mm-hmm. always. And the power of getting people to open up is just being a good listener. You ask a yep. question and let them go and say, and then a follow-up question is always, what else? And they'll, they'll be happy yep. to pour out everything in their soul because they're, they're longing for a companionship and someone who will listen. And so, yeah, just continue to maintain those um, uh, leadership skills that I've been blessed with. So. Well, and I think you just gave right now, if, this, if that was the only nugget that you said it was worth the hour that people listening, I'm telling you right now what you just said about this listening thing. I got right in front of me, Psychology Today, uh, Ben Shahar, Ph.D., uh, written May of this year, Extraordinary Leadership for Extraordinary Times. And he goes down, as I'm going down this thing, it says, listen first. When st- scholars study servant leaders, they identified a number of characteristics, including awareness, commitment to others, growth, development, foresight, and so on. But chief among the essential characteristics of a servant leader was listening. And according to Robert Greenleaf, a servant leader responds to any 
problem by listening first. A servant leader always listens first. And see, that's what's so key about you, Abe. You get it, you, like you said, I love your t- words, you, you, you get a temperature uh, for where they're at. Uh, but you can't do that if you're talking, but you're listening. And not only that, you're listening to what people are saying, what they're not saying. You're listening to their physiology. You're listening to their eye movement patterns. I know this because you and I have worked mm-hmm. a lot together on this stuff. And it shows people that you care about them. So uh, real quick, we've got, probably got about a minute left, Abe. Uh, for those people out there you know, who are struggling in this time because they don't know uh, how to get a square foundation of square footing, what would you tell someone right now that's worried, that's fearful, uh, that's not sure what the future holds? What would you say to them? Well, for me, it's just my you know, faith in God that he's going to deliver me from you know, any situation. You know, no one – I mean, tell Mother Teresa – when she was alive, you know, you better not go by those sick people. You're going to get sick. You better wear a mask. She would never do that. (laughs) She had complete faith in God. And so what I would just encourage people is just to love God more. And the more you love God, the stronger you grow. So, Amen. Sound words from an extraordinary leader in these extraordinary times. All right, brother. Well, God bless you. Thanks for taking a half hour of your day and being with us. I'll talk to you soon, my brother. brother. Okay. See you. All right, God bless. I am black. We'll be back in three minutes. We are all interested in the future, for that is where you and I are going to spend the rest of our lives. And remember, my friend, future events such as these will affect you in the future. We are all in the construction business, constructing memories, relationships, new ideas, and a legacy that will outlive us. Life is best imagined as a construction project. At Like It Matters, we craft tools and teach you how to use them. Mr. Black has a bevy of tools to help you build your life into your dream. One of those tools is individual life counseling. The best analogy is a life caddy, because sometimes you just need another set of eyes. A second tool, books by Mr. Black, always opening up your mind. Third, workshops, where we teach people how they work and how to function at a higher level. And don't forget the daily radio show, Like It Matters, at 11 a.m. on Freedom 1570. Nice job. That's it for today. Wrap it up. Contact Mr. Black at mr.black Discover the tools to build your relationships, your vision, and your life. Limitless access to liberty and truth. Listen to Freedom 1570 with our free app, your smart speaker at freedom1570.com or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities and defend liberty nationwide. I'm Dr. Baker, an ER physician. If you're having leg pain, swelling, or redness, but haven't talked to your doctor yet, don't wait. This could be deep vein thrombosis, a blood clot which could travel to your lungs and lead to a pulmonary embolism which could cause chest pain or discomfort or difficulty breathing and be deadly. Your symptoms could mean something serious, so don't wait. Talk to a doctor right away by phone, online, or in person. Brought to you by Bristol-Myers Squibb and Pfizer. Get a $4,000 whole house water softener system for just $2,000 through this special offer from Commerce Water and this station. There's just one half-price water system. Go to this station's website, click on the More tab, then Half-Price Offers, or call the station now. When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to a location near you. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. Somebody clap your hands. It's Christmas Eve. It's, it's the one night of the year when we all act a little nicer. We, we, we smile a little easier. We, 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 we share a little more. 
for a couple of hours out of the whole year. We are the people that we always hoped we would be. That's enough. Put down the mic. Yes. Uh, I'm going to pick up the mic, Mr. President. I am black, and that's some good music. And John and I are bringing not only good music, but good thoughts. Because, ladies and gentlemen, we live extraordinary times right now. And you know what? Like Abe said, for me, it's got me closer to my Lord and my Savior. Uh, if you don't know the God of the universe, you fill out to, feel free to reach out to me. You can e- email me at mrblack at likeitmattersradio.com, mrblack at likeitmattersradio.com. Love to talk to you. Matter of fact, I send out the Word of God every single day, seven days a week, 365 days a year, because it is the beacon. It is the sonar. It is what keeps me going forward. And I'm going to be honest with you. I have struggled in this pandemic. I'm just going to be honest with you. I I lead with my brokenness. Those that know me, uh, if I'm all that, you'll figure out I'm all that. But I lead with my brokenness. Very, very important. Uh, And ladies and gentlemen, we got to know who we are. Uh, and we got to know why we're here. And that's what Abe was talking about. you got to be uh, your mission, your vision. That's what we talk about all the time. My mission, first and foremost, is to hear, well done, my good and faithful servant from my Lord and Savior someday. Everything else is secondary to that. Everything else. But I know I'm here to serve people. I know I'm here to, to make this world a little bit better than the one I found. I know that my job is to help people maximize the potentials they were created with. I know that I'm on a rescue mission, saving people from the, the great tribulation that comes with an eternity apart from God. So those are core foundational principles, and that's what uh, Abe was talking about. But I have struggled because what I've been doing for 28 years in the classroom uh, I've been waiting for this whole thing to get over with. And early on, it was like a, a little bit of a staycation. Uh, then it became a burden because how are we going to live if we can't make money? Uh, and now it came to a point where I realized that there is no going back to normal. And so now if I can't get in front of people in a physical classroom like I used to as many times as I could, now what do I do? And that's why the expansion of this radio show So why we're working on syndication. Uh, and by the way, yesterday... We had a listener uh, come by the radio station and deposit a substantial amount of money uh, to pay for our radio program to get us caught up because it's been a tough year. Uh, figure was close to ten thousand dollars. I think it was eight thousand uh, dollars, and actually negotiated with Salem a little better contract for me. So, whoever you are, Mister Ms. Listener, uh, they want to be anonymous, and uh, uh, Nick has honored that. I just want you to know, God bless you, uh, because I know that what we're doing, Like It Matters Radio, is important, because when people can't get out, uh, they bring things in. Uh, and we bring things in through the radio, we bring things in through the internet, we bring things in through our phone, and we bring things in through YouTube. Remember, we have five portals of entry into our thing called experience. Things we see, things we hear, things we experience through tactile touch or emotion, things we smell, and things we taste. Now, I'm not going to deal with the smelling and the tasting. That's You're on your own there, brother and sister. But I will deal with the other three. Gross. And so I want to close out this. I know, I know sorry. It's a little, little base there. But uh, once you know, the two things I want to talk about as we close this out are the two hats that every human being should wear. And it's called manager or leader because, you know, people are always looking for someone to follow. And so people are using us as an example. That's what leadership is. Now, they're either using you as an example of what they'd want to be like or what they'd never want to be like. They're either using you as an example of what they want to move toward or what they want to move away from. But management and leadership are, are a little bit different. Matter of fact, uh, in extraordinary times, it demands extraordinary leadership and people. So if management is all about IQ, how smart you are, then leadership is all about EQ or emotional intelligence. We call management the hardware. Uh, it's, uh, you know, it's practices we put in place. It's something you can program, if you will. But leadership, if you consider the same analogy, is software. Uh, it has seriously become the biggest differentiator between the winners and the losers, I truly believe. And when we say leadership, we mean vision, you know, people skills, emotional intelligence, right? And when we talk about uh, management, again, not nothing's wrong. We mean strategies. We mean tasks. We mean plans. And so as leaders, we, we need to understand this, that there is a role for management. Matter of fact, I might suggest 
that because of the distance working, the distance learning, all this other stuff, that management is probably more important today than it's been in the past, at least in my book. You know, management is about preparing detailed plans, uh, activities that require delivery. It's about checking to make sure everything and everyone's on track. It's uh, being able to to measure things, whether it be outputs or uh, shortfalls, whatever. It's determining key performance indicators, right? It's, uh, it's about ensuring that the processes are being followed. So that's probably as important now with us being distant as any other time. Leadership. Leadership's about morale. Uh, leadership's about aligning people. Uh, leadership's about understanding people. Leadership's about being a role model and giving people permission. And really at this time, we, we, we need to understand how important people are. And sometimes as a D personality, which is my personality, a direct, a doer, dogmatic, like uh, Trump's a, a, a D as well, uh, sometimes our, our blind spot can be people, can be people. And what Abe said was great advice. We need to be reaching out to people more and questioning them. Not questioning them like you've got a bright light on them, like you're in a cop show and you give them, a, you know, but questioning them, how you doing? How you feeling? How are things at home? How are the kids doing? I mean, think about this. My wife, and this is why I, I'm getting better with my wife, because my wife, you know, she's my partner in the business. Uh, she takes care of the home. Uh, she is a primary caregiver to our, our infant child, Benaya. Well, he's five and a half years old. But I can get so wrapped up in what I do and all the accolades I get that there are times that I uh, forget to ask Val, how was your day? Or, you know, she's been sick the last couple of days. And I realized that we had been communicating for a couple hours uh, on text and everything when I'm at the office here today. Uh, and it, I did not ask her how she was feeling, although I did see her at 4 o'clock in the morning when I got up. <laughs> and she probably wasn't happy about that either, right? But, uh, you know, I want you to know that I, I've been struggling with some things. Uh, I've been struggling what is the way forward. I've been struggling. So there's nothing wrong with struggling. The, the wrongness comes in when you pretend you're not struggling. You know, the old saying is denial is not a river in Egypt. We got to face these things. We got to understand these things. We got to realize that, you know, that we can all do better. And that's why we say in this radio show, it's about being under construction, about being a little bit better today than yesterday, a little bit better tomorrow than today. And so as we bring this year to a close, let's take an honest inventory. Take an honest inventory. And what are ways that we can lead our lives better, that we can manage our lives better, but not just for us? that we can also lead other people better, that we can also manage other people better, right? Because the two are important hats, management and leadership. Uh, and I love, uh, it was, uh, uh, what is it, uh, Dr. Stephen Covey said, effective leadership without efficient management, I'm sorry, effective management without effective leadership is like straightening deck chairs on the Titanic, right? No management success can compensate for failure in leadership. And so I believe it's got to start with leadership, you know, and leaders deal with the top line. What are the things you want to accomplish? So as you wrap up this last, this last two weeks of the year, what are the things you want to accomplish? And managers, they're focused on the bottom line. How can you best accomplish certain things? So the why is the leader and the how is the manager. Remember, managers do things right. But leaders do the right things, and we should be doing things right and doing the right things. That's why we gotta we got to balance these hats. Managers can be efficient climbing the ladder of success. However, it's the leaders that determine if that ladder is leaning against the right wall. You might be getting through the day proficiently, but are you doing what you need to do today to keep you moving in a forward direction? Like I said, early on in this pandemic, I was just managing things. I was just getting through the day, getting through the week, uh, you know, basically waiting for the shutdown to be over with. And it was a while back that God kind of got my attention and said, this is the new normal. This is the way forward. So it's time that you start getting excited about this new path forward and what I have for you moving, the for moving into the future. And so that's why it's important to go to trainings. You know, one of the things lacking today with everything going on with pandemic is people aren't being trained properly. And that's probably one of the biggest problems out there is people are not being effectively trained because they're afraid to be in groups, because some people don't learn well by sitting in their house on a video monitor. 
And so I want you to know we're still offering great training, training that will get you, make you a better manager and make you a better leader, training that will allow you to clean up some things from this terrible year that have held you back and also give you some vision, some focus, some passion for moving forward. So go to likeitmatters.net. We got classes in January, got classes in February, classes in March. Listen to this radio show weekly, I mean daily, uh, every day of the week from 11 to 12 right here on AM 15.7. But soon you'll be able to listen to us around the country for two hours on a Saturday. You're under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, helping you become more hopeful about your future, reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does. Oh, this is the worst looking hat I ever saw. Well, you buy a hat like this, I'll bet you get a free bowl of soup, huh? Oh, it looks good on you, though. No soup for you. are the facts. Your business needs leads and sales. There are potential customers online right now looking for what you do. Will they find you or your competitor? You need Salem Surround. Having to do your own digital marketing while trying to manage your business, well, there's just not enough time in the day. You need Salem Surround. You're doing all you can to market your business, but are you sure you have the right strategy or seeing a great return on investment? You need Salem Surround. The marketing team here at Salem Surround is ready to help your business now. We'll design a plan that targets potential customers with proven marketing strategies, using everything in our toolkit to work for you. Digital, audio, mobile, even audience engaging contests and promotions. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your marketing plan and see how we can help place your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at surroundmsp.com. Surroundmsp.com. Connecting you with new